is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. So a lot of people have told me that they kind of struggle with their body image. Um, It doesn't really matter what their body looks like. They're struggling and they say mean things to themselves, whether they're looking in the mirror, they're in the shower, or they're like in a public place where there are other people with other bodies and they're comparing themselves to them. I totally get it. Um, This was definitely something that I really struggled with. I would say kind of my whole life um, and hyper, I was hyper obsessive and really struggled with it around the time that I was 29, 30, 31, um, because that was, especially during that time, I was just hyper aware of my food, hyper aware of my body and um, taking progress photos and, you know, changing my behavior, like isolating myself because I was afraid of what my body looks like, or I was afraid of food. And so especially during that period, it was really, really bad. Um, and now it's my, my body image is, has improved so much. I don't know that I walk around like a dove commercial and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love every inch of my body. I don't love my cellulite. I have cellulite, but I don't love it. Um, there are parts of my body that I, you know, I just accept it like, Hey, it is what it is. But I would say that my body image has improved immensely over the last few years. And I want to share some tips of how I've improved my body image. Um, before we start today's episode, I, there's a caveat and that is, you know, if you listen to today's episode and you're like, wow, like this is consuming, you know, 24 hours of my day. Um, coaching is not right for you. You need to go to see a therapist. You need to go and do some work with a professional. Um, and maybe this episode can help you make that decision. Um, or, and I think for some of us, we're like, okay, cool. It's, you know, this isn't my whole life. I can kind of manage these things. I can read some books and I can do some things, but if you've already done that, then you need to go see some professional help, someone who is highly trained to help you with this. But let's dive into today's episode, improving your body image, my 11 tips to improving your body image. So before we start with my tips, Let's go over the four aspects of body image. Now, this comes from the National Eating Disorder Collaboration, um, and they said that there are four different aspects of body image. So the first is perceptual body image, and that is like how you perceive yourself, how you see yourself, how you see yourself and your body. Um, how you see yourself and how you perceive yourself, it might not be accurate. I've, I've talked to so many people who see something completely different than what other people see. Even like just looking in the mirror, they see something that's not there. Body dysmorphia. um, It's how they perceive themselves is not an accurate. It's not accurate with what's actually there. I've talked to a lot of people who have lost weight, but still see themselves in their old body. They don't even realize that their body has changed. Um, So one aspect of body image is how you perceptual body image, how you see or perceive yourself. Um, the next one is effective. And effective is how you feel about your body, the feelings. You might feel happy about your body. You might feel disgusted with your body. Um, I'm kind of neutral. You might feel neutral about your body. Um, the next one is cognitive uh, body image. That's how you think about your body, the thoughts in your head about your body. And so I know that times that I really struggled with my body image, my thoughts were consumed with thoughts about bodies, about my body, about her body, about anybody that I saw, any person I saw, it was, my thoughts were reduced down to their body. Just seeing 
um, the size of their their uh, legs, and the size of their thighs, um, that my thoughts were consumed with thoughts about bodies. Um, behavioral, how you act. Behavioral uh, body image is how you act. So um, if you perceive yourself as, you know, big and you, oh my gosh, I need to get smaller. I'm not even allowed to exist in this bigger body. You might do things, you might do actions like isolating yourself because you won't allow other people to see you or you don't want to be in a situation with certain foods. Um, so your actions change based on your body image. Okay. So here are my 11 tips to improve your body image. These are things that I had to work through. Um, and I did a lot of work on this. Um, so I hope that, you know, at least a few of these are helpful for you. And again, I hope these are things that you take action on. So this still falls into the realm of like systems for self-care, taking consistent daily action, doing something for yourself to improve your body image. So number one, the first tip is spend less time in front of the mirror. Um, When I talk to people who struggle with their body image, I find that they're spending a lot of time in the mirror, first thing in the morning, checking every inch of their body, um, spending a lot of time in the evening when they change into the pajamas, like noticing every, you know, every inch of their body. And if the mirror is a really big trigger for not feeling so great about yourself, spend less time in front of the mirror. It's a quick win. Like, Hey, I'm just not going to spend 30 minutes of my day looking at my body. I'm just not going to. I personally do not spend very much time in front of the mirror at all. Kind of a quick, you know, put some clothes on. All right. It looks fine. Let's go. Um, I know that I used to spend a lot of time in front of the mirror checking, you know, does this look okay? Oh my gosh, can I be seen like this? So one quick thing to improve your body image is take away, take away the mirror. Just don't spend as much time in front of the mirror. Um, fill your day with things that actually matter. Don't spend as much time in front of the mirror. Number two, when you are in front of the mirror, great, like great, like you're in the bathroom and you have to brush your teeth, you're washing your face, you're tweezing your eyebrows, whatever, right? You're in front of the mirror. No mean thoughts are allowed. You're not allowed to say mean things to yourself. You're not allowed to think mean thoughts in your head. That, uh, that old saying, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I know in the past when I was really struggling with how my thighs looked, or I mean, it wasn't even just my thighs. It was like anything. Like I would wake up first thing in the morning and walk over to our bathroom. And like my first thought was, Jacqueline, you are so ugly. Like, goodness gracious, like I had just woken up and that's my first thought of the day. Jacqueline, you're ugly. Like, ah, so annoying. So I had to, okay, cool, Jacqueline. You're not allowed to say mean things to yourself. You're not allowed to say mean things to yourself. That's it. Again, it might not be, oh my gosh, you're the most beautiful person in the world and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's not that, but maybe it's just neutral. Like, hey, (laughs) hey, there you are. A really good book that helps with this is Mere Work by Louise Hay. I think I've mentioned a few times. Mere Work by Louise Hay. Um, I love this book because she has you go into the mirror. And so there's kind of like a purpose. So instead of like, number one, we talked about spend less time in the mirror, breaking yourself apart. Uh, The Mere Work book takes you through 21 days and 23 when um, activities where you go in front of the mirror and it's like deliberate practice of being kind to yourself or at least being neutral with yourself. And I really love it. I've used it with clients. It's so helpful. Um, So when you're in front of the mirror, you're not allowed to say mean things. It's just not something that you do when you catch yourself doing it 
because you're going to mess up. When you catch yourself being mean, you're just like, oh yeah, I don't do that anymore. And then you walk away from the mirror. <laughs> or maybe you have like a thing that you're going to say, like what before you go in the mirror, you know, you're going to say like, hey kiddo, looking great. Really proud of you. And then spend, spend less time, get away from the air, go do something else. Okay. Number three, stop taking progress photos. Stop taking progress photos. If you are someone who's working on changing your body, that's totally cool. It is totally fine to want to change what your body looks like. Stop taking progress photos and zooming in onto imperfections and flaws in your body. Stop taking progress photos. And this is something, I mean, I used to take progress photos. I used to have my clients take progress photos. And I apologize if you're listening and I've ever have you done that in the past because it I I just didn't know how harmful it was. I like to think about, would you want an eight-year-old girl to do this? Would you want a second grader to be doing this thing? Would you want this for your niece, for your daughter, for your granddaughter? Would you want them taking photos of their body and comparing it to what their body looked like two weeks ago? If not, don't do that behavior either. Don't do it because it's modeling it for the, the young females in your life, but also like you're not deserving of that. Um, your body, you are more important than cellulite. It, it, you're more important than that. You're more deserving of a happier life. Um, progress photos, they generally make people feel like crap. They make people feel like crap, kind of like getting on the scale. So just stop taking progress photos. Even if you're working on changing your body, um, you know, we talked about in the episode about lead measures versus lag, lag measures, focus on your lead measures, focus on, you know, am I eating vegetables? Am I, um, going for walks? Am I lifting weights? Am I, you know, those types of things, things that you actually have control over, let go of taking progress photos. It's not helpful for your, your health. It's not helpful for your mental health. It's not helpful for your body image. Number four, focus on the ability and not appearance. So focus on what your body can do and not just what it looks like. This is going to help your, your body image. Cause you stop, you, you stop objectifying yourself. You stop being just your appearance. And you're like, Oh, interesting. You know, my legs, maybe my legs don't look exactly how they want that. Me personally, they don't look exactly how I thought that they would look, but my legs are freaking strong. They've done what? I think I've done four marathons, a million half marathons, 5Ks, you know, a million miles. I walk, I run. My my legs are really strong. And focusing on what your, your body can do is going to help take the focus off the appearance and more on, you know, what you focus on expands. So focus on what you can do instead of what you look like. Um, you have more control over what you can do than what you look like. And, and then it's that thing too, of like, if you focus on what you are doing instead of what you look like, it's going to actually change what your body looks like, but it's going to improve your body image. Cause you're going to start to see yourself of like, these are the actions you can do. This is the strength that you have. This is the physical strength, the mental strength that you have. Um, it's going to help you improve your body image. Let's focus on it. Number five, uh, follow social media accounts of women, like kick-ass women who kind of have similar bodies than that you have. Um, for a long time, I was into the cardio bunny scene, the, oh my gosh, I don't eat carbs. I don't eat sugar. I was really into that scene and seeing a lot of images of women who were, um, just had very slim bodies on pencil thin legs. And so that was in my head. Oh, I'm supposed to look like that. If I don't look like that, there's something wrong with me. And then I kind of got into more of, you know, balanced eating, less of this like hyper orthorexia, clean eating, less of that and more unbalanced eating. And I started seeing women 
who lift weights and have strong bodies and have strong legs and have strong glutes and, you know, big thighs. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, these women, their, their legs look like mine and they're kicking ass and people think that they're, uh, they're allowed to exist and they're role models for other people. So it's like, if they're allowed to exist, they have permission to exist. I guess I also have permission to exist in my right now body, right? So seeing women who are kicking ass, doing really awesome things, who have a similar body as you, it's going to help you give yourself permission to just exist in your body. Permission to exist. Oh my gosh. It's so ridiculous that we even need that. But like you have permission to exist in your body and seeing someone who looks similar to you is going to help you give yourself permission. So find some women on social media who look similar to you and are kicking ass. And then (laughs) number six, once you're like, great, I have permission to exist in my right now body, delete the social media apps. You know, I spent time seeing these women and it was like, great, that's wonderful. I have permission to exist. And then it was like, hmm, do I really need to see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of images of other women's bodies? Is this still helping me or has this shifted and now it's hurting me? And now I'm starting to pick on what's wrong with me and how I'm not measuring up and I'm not as strong. And like, okay, great. Jacqueline, your, your thighs are allowed to exist, but you're, you don't have as much muscle on your body. Delete the social media apps. When when you use a tool, the tool is like, you know, there to help you. It served its purpose. Then you no longer need the tool. When the tool starts to harm you, get rid of the tool. So I am grateful. I am appreciative to being able to see, you know, kick-ass women. And then it was like, I don't need to see these images anymore. I don't need to focus all of my time and attention on what other women's bodies look like. I don't need to spend all my time and attention on what my body looks like. So delete the social media apps, go and spend your time doing things that help you feel good. Have less of a focus on other women's bodies um, on social media apps, spend less time on social media uh, in general and go do the things, right? So it's like, stop consuming other people's lives through images and go do the things. Like if you're like, wow, that woman is doing that really cool thing. Her life is this cool. Go and do things that like you feel inspired to go do, but don't just sit there and constantly consume other people's lives and other, what other people's bodies look like. So social media can be a great tool. Maybe it's brought you to me, but at some point, um, take it out of your life. You don't need to spend hours and hours looking at uh, images of other women's bodies. Okay. Number seven, in person, um, appreciate the conversations that you have with other people and not just their bodies. So I know for a lot of people, you go into a room and you kind of do a, a body scan and you just check around. Am I the biggest? Am I the smallest? Who is the smallest in this room? Who's the prettiest in this room? How do I measure up? Instead of doing that, again, instead of reducing, reducing other women to just their bodies and just their appearances, Think about the conversations that you're having with these people. Think about engrossing yourself in these conversations while you're around these people. Don't just reduce other people to just their bodies. Stop. If you want to improve your body image, stop focusing so much on bodies and start focusing more on like, who are these people? What are their personalities? What is their humor? What is their quirks? Why do you like being around these people? Um, If you want to spend less time, you know, being obsessed with body, spend less time being obsessed with bodies. Number eight was kind of opposite of that, but like, cool, you walk into a room and you see someone who has a super muscular body, a super fit body, 
acknowledge the hard work that they've done. Wow, that's really great. That's so cool that they spend so much time in the gym. That's so cool that they have this dedication and then move on. I think Amy Poehler said, great for her, not for me, right? Or great for her. Hey, what can I do for my life? How can I use that as inspiration? But not focusing so much on what their body looks like and staying stuck with that. But if you're going to get inspiration from seven, acknowledge their hard work and then go do things that help you feel good, not gross. Um, Don't spend so much time beating yourself, beating yourself up. Number nine, this is a big one. I've heard from a lot of people when they go to fitness classes. Again, it's that body scanning thing, looking around, who's the biggest, who's the smallest, who's the youngest, who's the prettiest. Oh my gosh, am I the oldest? Am I the fattest? Am I the slowest? Instead of filling your thoughts with all, uh, instead of filling your mind with all of those thoughts about bodies, um, shift your thoughts. (laughs) When you are exercising, think about what thoughts you want to be thinking about. Um, you know, when I, when I used to exercise, my thoughts were consumed with, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing and everyone else knows what they're doing. And now I really focus on how are you getting stronger, right? So if I'm in the gym and I'm lifting weights, it's about, can you push yourself a little harder? Um, great job for doing that. It's about my ability. Again, it's not about what my body looks like. It's not what other bodies looks like, look like when I'm running, my thoughts are not about how slow I am, not about how big my thighs are, whatever. My thoughts are about, I don't know, I guess it's usually my thoughts are about like noticing the environment that I'm in. Um, if uh, I don't know what to be thinking about, my thoughts will be counting. I'll count steps, I'll count by ones, I'll count by twos, I'll count by fives. Um, but really, if you, if your thoughts when you're exercising are consumed with negative thoughts about bodies, about other people's bodies or your bodies, you need some guidance in what your thoughts can be about. And um, it's really important if you want to improve your body image to shift your thoughts, especially when you're exercising, especially, especially when you're doing this thing that's supposed to be really awesome for your body. Take care of your thoughts as well. Number 10. Remind yourself that this is your one and only life, your one and only life, and also your one and only body. So it's like, respect your time here on this planet, respect your body. This is, this is it. This is it. We spend, as women, we spend years and years and decades of our lives obsessed with our bodies, feeling like crap about ourselves. Um, I don't want for you, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, I don't want for you the next decade of your life to be filled with you feeling like crap about yourself. You're deserving of better than that. You don't believe, if you believe that there's a higher purpose, a, a you know, a God, I don't, I just, did God put us here to just feel miserable about our bodies? I can't, can't get on board with that. Um, I just believe that, that you're here for a bigger reason. And remember that your time on this planet, it's, you know, your one time on this planet and the body that you have is the one body you have. So respect your time, respect your body, respect your life. And then the last one, number 11, notice what you love about others. Notice what you love about others. There's probably very few people in your life that the number one thing you love about them is like, their body. I mean, we're not 17 years old anymore. Um, if you're married, if you have a significant other, obviously physical attraction was probably, you know, one of the things that got you with your partner, but that stuff fades and it's probably not the most important thing that you feel about a partner. And just know that other people, the thing that they like about you is not your body. 
Um, they like your personality. They like your humor. They like your passion. They like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they like you. You are not just your body. Um, so if you want to improve your body image, notice that you love other things about other people. And the same is true. They love you for reasons besides just your body. And so you can love yourself. You can like yourself at least for reasons of just your body. Again, focusing less on your body and putting focus on like the cool things about you. Um, you're probably a funny person. I like that about you. I know it sounded so cheesy. But anyways, those were my 11 tips for improving your body image. When you follow these tips, at least a few of them, you don't have to do all of them, but follow at least a few of them. You're like, yeah, I've, you know, I've really been struggling with my body image and I want to improve it. Follow, try following at least a few of these tips. Make it something that you consistently do. You have to take action on these things. Nothing changes unless you do the work. Um, so many people get into this thought process that once I lose weight, I will like myself. My body image will improve. I'll approve of myself. And in my experience in my with myself and in working with clients, that doesn't, that doesn't really happen. Um, people will change their bodies and still be a jerk to themselves. There is a quote that I love from Janine Roth, and I know I've said it a million times and I'm going to say it again, but it is who you are on the journey is who you will be when you arrive. So if you are a jerk to yourself the next few days, the next few weeks, the next few months, the next few years, you know, you're a jerk to yourself trying to be on this journey, on this path. When you quote arrive, if you ever do, you're still going to be a jerk to yourself when you arrive. So work on your body image, work on the things that you say to yourself. It's that it's our beliefs, our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Those things are huge work on shifting those things. So again, you can create the life that you want to live. I hope this was helpful. If you loved this, if it was helpful at all, you remember you can send me a cup of coffee. It's like a tip on the internet. It's like a little tip jar. You can go to ko-fi.com. That's K-O-F-I.com slash Jacqueline Riccio Stover. And you can buy me a cup of coffee. Take care. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. So my most popular episodes are the episodes about food and eating and moderation and healthy eating and imperfect eating and being the person who can have some pizza without eating all of the pizza. And did you know I have a guide for that? I have a guide teaching you how to be the person who can have some pizza without eating all the pizza. I do. The guide is called the five P's of imperfect eating. It is completely free. You can go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five P's to get this free guide. When you get this guide and you can consume it, you go through it, and you actually implement the stuff in this guide, it's going to help you go from being that person who is eating all of the pizza or that person who was on a diet and didn't allow themselves to ever eat pizza. You're going to go from that to being that person who can just have some pizza without all the pizza. It's going to help you feel good, not gross. It's going to help you be able to be social and not isolated. So again, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the five Ps. The link is also in the show notes. Take care.